And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Uh, probably give it a shot. Mm. Mind you, the leading lady has no teeth. <laughs> That's never been a problem for you before, Mike. <laughs> I thought that would have been a bonus, but anyway, okay. Um, <laughs> Took a second for that one to sink in, Steve. I was right there with you. Where is my drops? Sorry, guys. Ah, oh, Steve, come on. How long have we been what are you looking for? My notes. Every week he plucks it up. Okay. <coughs> so, Shona, have you changed your hair? No. <laughs> Hold that thought. Awkward. Hold that thought. <laughs> if I was capable Hold of that feeling awkward, Hold awkwardness, that <laughs> I would feel it now. Good evening and welcome to Is It A Bicycle? Season 10, Episode 14. The original and bestest ever TV and movie podcast. My name is Stephen Rigley and I'll be your host for this evening. Uh, beside me, have a man who says AA is for quitters. It's Mike McDonough. <laughs> McDonough. Also beside me, have a lady who says uh, she exaggerated so hard yesterday that she died. It's Shona. I love Canada. <laughs> O'Flaherty. And in the red corner, it's our cuddly killer. A man who for years thought it was called Victoria Secrets. It's my <laughs> superhero. <laughs> this week, we'll be discussing a movie in the shape of Sing Street and some TV in the form of The Path and The Ranch. Of course, we'll have some of the usuals. And some previews. I'm coming to a bicycle near you. So how are we doing? Bonsoir. I'm doing pretty good. Fantastic. Doing pretty good. good, good. The main subject of uh, the pre-recording discussion was Shona's hair. <laughs> <laughs> so she's changed her hair, but she's denying it. We'll change Is this like hair. a Mission Impossible thing? Like if something goes wrong, I'm going to disavow all knowledge of this haircut. Oh, Are you stop. saying something's gone wrong with my hair? I think it looks excellent, but I don't know what your opinion is. <laughs> Look, no, when you Mike nearly woman. lost it earlier when she turned up because he said, oh my God, she's got Princess Leia hair. <laughs> I do not. Okay, first like, of relax, all, Mike. when relax. you say to a woman, have you changed your hair? That means like, have you long-term done? Like, have you cut it? Have you colored it? I have done neither. Uh-huh. I was saying to the lads when I arrived that I put my hair in a braid and pinned it back for the gym this morning at 7 and haven't fixed it since. Oh, so you did it for the gym, did you? Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Not for, for us. No, oh, no, she did it for the gym. Yeah, yeah. now we know where we stand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bottom of the toe. <laughs> so any crack? Barton, Jonah's hair. Well, between my two braids and my headphones, I look mm-hmm. like Princess Leia. So oh, you I'm do, gonna, actually. I'm going to rock that look tonight. Um, actually, there's Princess Leia uh, earmuffs. Did you know that, Mark? Mike? Or Mark, sorry, in uh, Tesco. Yeah. No way. Yeah, if you want to rock a pair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, my boy turned one at the weekend. Oh, yeah. Yay. Big day. Man, that was a fast year. Yeah. He um He's picking up stuff now. Like, he's learning tricks at a rate that my dog, Neo, just cannot keep up with. <laughs> So in the eternal struggle for my affection, I think, like, if you can't impress my friends when they call to visit. Yeah. So Neo's falling behind now. So Avery's latest one is he, Neo has this big rope that I drag with him on. So I hold one end, Neo gets the other end of his teeth and they growl. He growls. Yeah, yeah. I actually growl too. <laughs> and then he drags on it. So Avery has decided that he wants in on this game. It looks like a bit of fun, right? Now, there's an issue with an infant trying to drag with a dog of any size, even one as gentle as Neo. So he picks up the, the rope thing. And Neo knows this game and isn't aware that there's a size differential between Avery and me. So Avery starts wiggling it, which is what I do to get Neo to bite. Neo grabs it and then rips it out of Avery's hand immediately. Yeah. And the first time I see this, I went, right, okay, that went okay, but that could have been disastrous. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. If he'd been holding on tighter, who the fuck knows what yeah, could yeah. have happened there. Yeah. But, uh, Every oh he's mobile now as well for people who are paying All attention. Right. He um, he's doing a weird kind of crawl butt scoot hybrid. Nice. Ah oh, okay. Yeah, and at the at the moment I fear that it's less efficient than either. Yeah. But he's mobile, so it doesn't matter. Yeah yeah. They say about parents is the second after your baby learns to crawl or walk, you're sorry they did. Yes. And I'm right there now because so much shit is a problem. Yeah. yeah. I could have just sat him two feet away from my marble fireplace a week ago and it was grand yeah. whereas now it is deadly dangerous <laughs> so um, he now does his kind of hybrid crawling butt scooting cross scooting over to the rope no matter where it is in the room because he wants to play a dragging right yeah. so then what I have to do is I grab it before Neo ideally and then Neo drags but I'm holding it so he can't get it away from Avery and Avery's holding it so he feels like he's playing the game and everybody wins but the problem is 
my son is annoyed that when he pulls back on the rope, everything doesn't move with him. <laughs> so he feels like he's losing the tug of war. So he like, he pulls on it with both hands and he goes, <laughs> like he's really annoyed. I'm like, dude, it's for your own good. So that is the first time I had to tell my son I was doing something for his own good. <sighs> so many, many firsts this week then, yeah? Many firsts. It's about 48 hours after he turned one. For the first time I said, son, it's for your own good. <laughs> Actually, just uh, while we have this opportunity, Mark, you should really take stock and enjoy now this little interval between him learning how to scoot and him learning how to talk. But oh, yeah. This is probably the last enjoyable time of being a parent. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's going to have to, like, what do you call it, toddler-proof the house now as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not going to do that. I'm going to try and just tell him not to do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll need to do a bit of both, though. Yeah. I'm what just trying to the imagine death, the death trap that is the fireplace. And whatever you do, Mark, just oh. take notes so that I can learn from it like two months from now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the death trap, uh, you put, uh, you, you, there's actually fireplace padding that you can buy. No. And uh, no. you put it around, it's a right angle thing. No. And then when Avery gets old enough, he can use that padding to mm. grapple on. Yeah. So I'm going to say no, Avery. No. <laughs> Dirty. Or hot. Whichever is most appropriate. Yeah, that he won't did work say, if he falls oops. though and hits his head off it though. <laughs> but he that's, learned that's... from it though. So <laughs> he, um, he dropped something there last week. Uh-huh. And then like with perfect enunciation, he goes, oops. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, motherfucker, you've been holding out on me. <laughs> What other words do you know that you've been waiting for the right opportunity? (laughs) Turns out that was the only one. Uh, So his first words are oops. My baby still just goes, eh, 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 eh. When she's happy, when she's sad, when she's pooing, it's Mm. the same sound every time. Mike still does that too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Mike. had to get to tell anybody. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Right. Let's get started. Let me see. London has fallen. Mike. Yes. Tell us. Um, you saw this. This is a movie I've been meaning to watch for a while, mm. but people keep on putting other shit on the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it's the sequel to Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah. Um, so you have Gerard Butler, uh, aka Mr. King Leonidas, mm. um, single handedly protecting the president. Oh, right. Um, against a dastardly plan. <laughs> dastardly? Dastardly. <laughs> so the, the British Prime Minister has died. And uh, of old age? Uh, no, a heart attack. Oh, okay. Oh, under suspicious circumstances. Oh, I see. And uh, pretty well everybody who's anybody in the government circles of the world has to come to his funeral in oh, London. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. There's a bit of conspiracy already. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And it turns out there's a guy, uh, a shady character, who had a family member tragically killed by a drone strike. <laughs> two years before uh, and it appears he bears some ill will towards the leaders <laughs> of the free world <laughs> I see and has there, therefore organized an extravaganza to take place on the day of this uh, funeral um, unfortunately for our, uh, our said bad guy Jared Butler, yeah. who was just about to retire, mm-hmm. two weeks from retirement. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course he was. Accompanies yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the president to uh, to the funeral. Um, so the president of of the United States. All right. Okay. And yeah, so they get to London, and amazingly enough, think things start to go wrong, and there's this bad guys dressed as cops. So you can't trust, like, who's good and who's bad. (laughs) And the only person the president could trust is Jared Butler. (laughs) (laughs) That's who I'd trust. Is Morgan Freeman the president? He's the vice president. He's the vice president. Yeah, yeah. Does he get any good speeches in? Oh, he does, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's pretty hard, actually, for a vice president. Normally, they're a bit kind of like, remember Al Gore? What a fucking pussy. (laughs) 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 This fucking hockey stick. Oh, it's getting so hot around here. (laughs) I love the tagline. I'm just looking at it here. Uh, The world's leaders have assembled. So have their enemies. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Nice. (laughs) But I must say, the poor old Brits, they, they come out very badly in this. Really? Yeah, they're they're utterly incompetent. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like e- even the SAS come in and they're really? just basically, Jared Butler says, "Follow me." <laughs> so, so it was a good thing to have an American there to help them out. Oh yeah, they would have fucked with them. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch that show SAS? Who dares wins? I did. It was good. Wasn't uh, yeah, it? I watch all of those. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. enjoyable. Um, I follow y- your man. 
um, Anthony Middleton, like the kind of bearded mm-hmm. SAS guy. Oh yeah, yeah. On yeah. on Twitter, so it looks like uh-huh. they're doing a second series. Oh great! Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed that one actually. Yeah, um, it's about like the the training and um, I don't know application tryout process for SAS. Yeah. <laughs> now all all those shows, I just love the the, the mental torture that people go through mm-hmm. and just watching people break is yeah. just, just really satisfying people <laughs> work out for eight hours and then you're like yeah. now do it all again and they all died it turns yeah. out they only had to run <laughs> three more meters around the corner and it was over uh, <laughs> and they're sneaking for themselves <laughs> so uh, i have a minor tv update mm-hmm. oh yeah i am uh, single-handedly taking on the might of um my broadband provider and their installation people mm-hmm. all right oh. Whom I have taken to referring to as the TV breakers. Yeah. <laughs> right. An and uh, they have started to refuse to answer my solicitor's letters. <gasps> which is foolhardy. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of not the way best way to approach things. So foolhardy. Mm-hmm. So so this is how it works, right? Sister sends a letter, says, yep. do the thingy thing yep. and get back to us. So we can arrange what it turns out to be. Yeah. And then the um, people in the other end don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sister adds their fees onto the thingy thing. Yeah. And then, you know, when an appropriate time has passed, they go, right, now is our slightly bigger thingy thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you should really get back to us. Like, I, this, this ain't no joke, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't. So that's been going on for a while now. So, Oh, dear. The bill is racked up. So they really should have just... Done the thingy thing. Mm. Just they should the have just paid me my one. money, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But surely they would have a solicitor on the other side. In, of course they do. And it would be in that solicitor's interest to respond because then they'll get fees for responding to the thingy thing. Mm. Of course. But, but everyone the, wants some of the thing, man. All these mm. things are registered, I presume. Oh, be, registered yeah. letters, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, even yeah. the well, postman's going to cut like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so most recently, anyway, the, the, the latest, the latest letter, the latest letter was was of an order of magnitude along the lines of she puts the lotion in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's it's if you don't get back to me now, yeah. or else you're getting the hose, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we're um, we're approaching an end. At last to the saga. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully in a couple of weeks I'll have an update for you guys that'll actually say whether I, I won or lost. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Have you got to say to anybody, see you in court? Yeah. I haven't. No, you gotta do the grinder when yeah. you do. Yeah. <laughs> well, no matter what happens, oh man, how class would it be if I wound up in court yeah, and then I'm being asked questions to stand and when they're finished I just go grinder rests. <laughs> <laughs> or anything they say, just go sustained. You know, or <laughs> objection sustained. And just you say both, right? You know that Sean and overruled. Sean, you know that Sean um, is tweeting at the grinder. I'm, I'm moving off the topic. Now. Yeah, you know yeah, he's yeah. tweeting at the grinder, trying to get an episode named. Yeah. Have you been following those? Like the, the last one you put in is just the funniest ever. No. What's good for the goose is good for the grinder. <laughs> like if he if that doesn't get made up as an episode, I don't know yeah. what will. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I've seen those tweets, but I didn't know that he was trying to name an episode. I was just yeah. like, why is he obsessively tweeting this yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Various phrases with the word grinder in it. Okay, now I understand the goal. Funny, funny. Um, what else? I, I saw a, a new TV show this week called Rush Hour, which is based on the movie with Jackie Chan and... Um, uh, Chris Rock? Chris, no, not Chris no. Rock. Uh, Chris Tucker. Mm-hmm. Um, the movies I enjoyed because I thought they were a bit of a caper. Mm. Yeah, and uh, I I find Chris Tucker hilarious. Yeah. A lot of people don't, but I find him hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, just his whole persona. Um, but this isn't Jackie Chan okay. and Chris right. Tucker. Uh-huh. They attempt to be, but they're not. They're far from it. Um, and unfortunately, this this TV show just ain't going to cut it for me. Oh, no. Yeah, it's yeah. Like Shawnee Chum. Bum, bum. I was dis- disappointed. Mm. I have to say. Um, uh, what killed it for you, Steve? <sighs> partially because they're kind of trying too hard to be them, mm-hmm. and partially because they're not trying hard enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, as well as that, it, it's following nearly scene for scene mm-hmm. the movie, which oh, I no. thought, yeah, mm-hmm. which I know Dust Till Dawn kind of did, mm-hmm. and then went did its own thing after that. But yeah. I don't think I can last the pace, mm-hmm. or not last the pace, but. 
just the last through another episode okay. and, and to see it's if, that bad. if they will yeah it's not great it's Aww. not great at all yeah so that's a pity it is yeah 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 how so. about the action sequences uh, yeah we've seen better, seen better. Yeah, okay. yeah yeah do they say which which one of y'all kicked me uh i haven't heard that line no, and I was waiting for him to say, you don't mess with a man's stereo control, you know, or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know, it's a stereo set. So anyway, didn't uh, didn't pan out for me. Anyway, um, who's been watching House of Cards, though? I I was hoping Sean would be on tonight so that we could both discuss it. So do you I want to suspend this discussion then? I do, yeah, yeah. I just want to say that I've, mm-hmm. I've watched it, and um, <clears throat> because I finished it, I've allowed to move on. I've been allowed to move on to Daredevil now, so. Oh, you're allowed mm-hmm. to. There's, oh, great, there's great mm-hmm. Netflix viewing at my mm-hmm. house. All right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Aside have from you, uh, when I have to watch new Netflix shows uh, that we're discussing on today's episode, which oh. is coming up soon. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Sorry, Mark. Have you met Shane from The Walking Dead in Daredevil yet? I don't watch The Walking Dead, so I don't know. I'm Stop only watching like... Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Mark. More homework, is it? Mark, speaking I, wa- of... I watched the finale, the series finale of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. If we want to mention it. Sorry, Steve, you, your tone sounded like you had a question. I do. I have a question. I was waiting patiently. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Walking Dead, do they ever call them zombies? Because I read today that they don't. They call them anything but. They call them walkers, critters, gougers, whatever. They have. Well, they don't They don't call them any of those, those names. They well, call them walkers. I mean. Yeah. Typically walkers, yeah. Anything but zombie uh, is what I I have. I, like, now that you mention it, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard the name zombie yeah but you know what's interesting it's funny that for a zombie tv show yeah there's this there's this new zombie game coming out that i really like the concept of brilliant <laughs> it's called it's called i zombie and it was a wii u release title but it's been ported over to other systems i have a ps4 at the minute mm-hmm. and uh, so get this right so you play the game along right it's survival horror so you're trying to accumulate stuff to help you survive like you know you don't waste bullets like all the best zombie films and games yeah all that kind of stuff but if if you die right yeah you come back as a new person with nothing mm. oh but if you find zombie of the old you mm-hmm. you yeah. can get your stuff back no way oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> and i think i think you have an easier path to where you were mm-hmm. so it's like it's not permadeath which is sorry that's the phrase in games for when you die that's fucking it man mm-hmm. it's um it's just a harsh death penalty Right. Penalty. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, okay. I'm interested yeah. in playing that. It's um, if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, it's free uh, in April. Hmm. Okay. So I'll, I'll report back and let you know what it's like. Um, do you see anything else this week, Mark? Work mentioning. I saw High School Musical for the first time. Ah, oh, Jesus. What do you think? Wow, you were on a roll this week, weren't you? Hmm. I really yeah. was. I have only. I didn't watch the movie. I watched it on stage, performed by a bunch of school kids. Hmm. Oh, I see. High school kids. <laughs> well, if they were American, they would be high school. They're in secondary school. Oh, right. this deck of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was really good. Really good show. Really huh. good show. Um, I was down there supporting um, a couple people who are in my musical society, and they, uh, we shared a choreographer. Um, so I wanted to go along and sh- <laughs> show cold my support. Night. <laughs> we shared a choreographer non-sexually. Yeah. And uh, just went down to show support anyway. And, and it, was like it was, although we went for, for those reasons, it was it was quite enjoyable to watch, you know. Um, so yeah. I kind of wanted to, wa- I wanted to play more basketball <laughs> after it. Okay. I wanted to be a teenager again because like my lines are so much better now. Mm. Um, and it was good so I kind of want to go back now and watch the film and see Zac Efron do it and see what his take was on the character see how he compares yeah <laughs> um, just good to me anyway mm. um, let's start this week with our TV let's talk about the path Mike tell us about the path you're looking at me ominously Steve yes <laughs> yeah. this is uh, Hugh Dancy also known as Will Graham from Hannibal. Um, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. From Breaking Bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that doesn't really count because he wasn't in Hannibal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we have uh, opening scene. There is a tornado. Lots of injured people hurt and in trouble. And out of the uh, 
distance comes some rescue trucks with very competent rescue type people. They sort everybody out in about five minutes. Hmm. And it turns out that these people are members of some kind of a cult. Um, they're basically believe in the writings of this guy who will teach them to ascend the ladder to some kind of awesomeness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're all really, really into it. Except for one. There's one guy who recently went on a retreat to Peru to uh, achieve extraordinary awesomeness via mm-hmm. some kind of chemical stimulant. I, uh, ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah, is that yeah, yeah. it's a very common thing okay. to go to Peru for, yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, his enlightenment didn't quite work out. A bad trip. Yeah, so he's got some issues with his belief system. Um, and nobody else yet in the system, in the in the group, has twigged um, that he all is not well in his head. Um, so yeah, the the show is basically about the dynamics of this cult, and also the new potential new people coming in from who were rescued from this tornado, and have been given the the hospitality of the group, but whether they'll stay or not is up in the air. Yeah, uh, I think an important important fact are in this is uh, Aaron Paul suffers a crisis of confidence in his faith. He does. Yeah. 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 I like what you did there, Steve. Yeah, yeah. you like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so what do you think? From almost minute one, I was thinking of The Leftovers, mm-hmm. which is also a culty kind of based thing. Yeah. Um, but The Leftovers was a far better pilot. The leftovers. That was the dog in the boot one, wasn't it? That was the one where two percent of the world's population disappeared. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, not the leftovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that show followed the how people coped with not being gone, basically. Right. You know, with being. <coughs> with being. The leftovers. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And some of them formed cults. Some of them went into self-destructive behavior, blah, blah, blah. There was all kinds of stuff going on. <laughs> Can you imagine they named the cult Sloppy Seconds? <laughs> <laughs> you're not only the leftovers, you're the Sloppy Seconds. <laughs> That'd be a great Hotmail account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. So, for the first half an hour, I was thinking, it's not as good, it's not as good. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... Hugh Dancy kept me kept me engaged. He's he's a he's a very good actor, and he he was basically the the thin blue line between <laughs> me watching and turning it off. Yeah, Cal uh, Roberts. Yeah, and then uh, I I think it started to get interesting in the in the back half of the show because mm-hmm. you have um, they start messing around with timelines and stuff and. Um, some of uh, some of the things I was kind of expecting to happen didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that w- that was interesting. Hmm. Yeah. How yeah. about yourself, uh, Shona? Um, I agree with Mike that the second half of the episode was better than the first half. Because I mean, the first half it just takes a while, kind of establishing who the cult is, what they believe, who the people are that are in the cult. Um, and it's a bit of a slow starter because I mean, it's just I don't know. Um, there's not a lot to grab you, I found, anyways, so mm-hmm. I was kind of trudging through it. But then once Aaron Paul starts to have his crisis of confidence, it's yeah. like, okay, well, this is starting to get good because you can see him in a church setting and everyone's kind of like throwing their hands in the mm-hmm. air and doing their worship thing. And he's looking around and you can see he's disengaged from all of this and you're wondering, mm-hmm. you know, where is this going to go? Um, there's even kind of flickers of his character from Breaking Bad in it, you know, in terms of the inner tormented type of thing uh especially when he's on his drug fueled uh ayahuasca trip thing mm-hmm. yeah thank you um <laughs> so that's go- very up pretty much all up on ayahuasca <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i haven't been to peru but yeah i know better so, yeah, yeah. i was just gonna ask you if you'd done it yeah. <laughs> no not me but some friends yeah. and family yeah. have yeah. Yeah. yeah we can hear about that offline yeah we'll talk about that later <laughs> yeah no it wasn't illegal over there but it's illegal here but you know yeah, whatever yeah. But, um, yeah, so I found the second part of the episode more interesting, at least when we start to see that the tension, I suppose, or the potential conflict there of Aaron Paul disengaging from the group, especially since his wife, is she his wife? Mm-hmm. Um, is kind of telling on him to the leader of the cult, um, because she has suspicions that he's cheating on her. So, I mean, mm. 
She didn't call it cheating, though, did she? Transgression. Oh, transgression. Oh, God. He's transgressed, uh, yeah, she yeah. says. The vocabulary of yeah, a cult member, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I think um, we, women could just sniff that out. <laughs> I think it was mostly where she followed him to a hotel and saw him go inside to a woman in the room. She had pretty strong evidence, all right. <laughs> Although not as all as it seems, but... Um, that being said, I didn't really get into this episode very much. There wasn't a lot to draw me in to watch further episodes. I mean, I mm-hmm. can kind of take a wild guess about how this first season mm-hmm. would go in terms of, you know, the push and the pull and some mm-hmm. of the conflicts. Um, you can see some of the relationships where maybe mm-hmm. there is some residual sexual tension that might be played out. And uh, I don't know. It seems a bit boring to me. And maybe it's been done before. Um, and like Mike said, it's been done better. So mm-hmm. I thought it was I thought it was okay. But, uh, yeah, not that great. Mark? I think I'm in the same boat as Shona. You've covered that the second half was better already. Um, so I don't have too much to add there. I counted the minutes while this was on. Mm-hmm. I made, I think, three cups of coffee while I was watching this show mm-hmm. just because I needed a break from the drudgery of it. Um, I didn't like the leftovers either, you might remember, from mm-hmm. when we reviewed that. Yeah. And uh, I think Mike drew that comparison pretty well. The... Cult leader is interesting and more of him and less of Aaron Paul going willy wonty. Mm-hmm. And I would probably be more interested. Like a lot of a lot of the actions he took throughout the show and the way he's de- like the whole thing of running a cult is really interesting. I'd love to know how to do that because it's so lucrative. <laughs> um, but I think yeah. that side but of things you a is more instructor? interesting. <laughs> what was that, Mike? But weren't you a Taekwondo instructor at some one stage? Fair, fair. So I suppose I have the basics, right? I have the basics. Get everyone to stand in line and bow to me. And dress in white. Yeah. And dress in white, yeah, yeah. Um, Did they have to call you Master Leonard or yeah. <laughs> what's terminology for Taekwondo instructor? No, Taekwondo's all military, so they had to call me Sir. But oh. I, I didn't I didn't really it was a college club, so I didn't really go for much of that. But we're we're on a tangent. Sorry. I'm trying to pull it back. <laughs> So I thought Aaron Paul wasn't that interesting, right? He's also like, God help him if he ever does try and have an affair. Jesus Christ, he's the worst liar of ever in my life. <laughs> like he, he couldn't keep what he was doing secret for 14 seconds of an episode, yeah. which is like dog years, I know. So it's like 10 minutes in real life, but still. Um, I thought everyone in this was really good, though. Like it, it's if it was, I don't know, if it was just tuned a bit differently, I probably would have enjoyed it. But I think it was aimed at the wrong... Just at the, in the wrong area. Like the whole Aaron Paul thing doesn't interest me. It was shot um, though well, wasn't it though? Like I mean, it looked good, I think, is one of the things yeah. I think you may be saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you a really high it, quality production yeah. and, and every, all all the acting in it is really on point. Um, but uh, it's it's not for me, again. I, I think the core plot I don't find interesting. For whatever, for whatever reasons, they, they failed to grab me with it also. Hi, Mike. I didn't like it. No, no, not at all. Just um, plain didn't like it. It just plain didn't like it. Or I tried to get reason? into it, but it, like Mark yeah. said, it was a drudgery, mm-hmm. and I really felt that it was. Lo- I was like, hey, check it. How long is this thing? Mm-hmm. You know, how long am I into? Ah, Jesus, ten minutes. You yeah. know, that kind of way. Um, but no, just from the offset, I, I it wasn't that I went into it with a negative head in me. It was just after ten minutes, I I could tell by yeah. the writing for mm-hmm. start that I'm not going to like this, yeah. and then. Didn't get better. I was intrigued by the whole, you know, going to the motel thing and mm. what that story, the background mm-hmm. to that story was. But it wasn't enough. Um, Did you not appreciate really strong writing? Like, my boobs used to be so much better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. I think we all cringed yeah. a little yeah. bit at that yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I know that I looked down at my boobs when she said that. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, like you said, like the the leftovers. And what was that one? Do you remember that one with the dog in the boot and the people dressed in white wouldn't say that anything? Was, the leftovers. was that the leftovers? Yeah. yeah. You see, you see, there's there's so many problems with that kind of writing, and mm-hmm. it just drives me mad. It's just mm-hmm. tell them, <laughs> just tell them there won't be a problem. I know it'll be the end of the show, but there'll be no problem, and I'll be okay with it. You know, <laughs> you know what's your what's wrong with you? Nothing. No, really, what's wrong with you? You know, if yeah, someone yeah. said, no, really, no, no, nothing's right. No, there obviously is. Just explain <laughs> it, right? Let's just let's say it, just say it, it. You know, or else we're going to be doing this for two weeks and people are going to be watching us. You know, go and say it. You know, so yeah, that's what really annoys me. So yeah, I I didn't have time for this. It was just it was wasting my time. That's what I felt like. Well, you know, it's pretty it, well, it was wasting my time because there, it's going to take like half a season to get round to that person to tell them 
you know, what what's going on. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Just like the whole tension's going to be around, like, is Aaron Paul going to leave this cult? But it's just like, yeah. it'll get interesting as soon as he leaves the cult. And then they focus on the cult <laughs> yeah. leader being like crazy. He, he won't leave. He's too big a star. <laughs> He's too big a star. It's built around him. You can That's see. True. You can see it's but built around him. Maybe the show you know? is about him being outside of them. You know what? Well, potentially the yeah. interest would be in how the cult leader gets him to stay, and I would be interested in that. Yeah, because there's going to be all Flexing kinds of skullduggery, like Game of Thrones level skullduggery yeah. involved. But it's just not interesting enough no, right not. now. You know, it's not. and uh, there was no real hook at the end for me. I was just like, oh, thank no. God. Yeah, you know? and I found that the the they're the way that they played with time kind of in flashbacks and stuff confused me. I don't think there was enough for me to really differentiate between trying to give backstory and trying mm. to actually move the show mm. into a, a time flash backwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they try to do you know backstory backflashes mm. and then like, here's what happened a few weeks ago, backflashes, and it was all just a bit confusing about... I don't know. Some of the characters, some of the, like, the secondary characters, I still don't understand really what their role was. In there was a were. lot of characters in it. Mm. Yeah. And uh, in that way, it kind of reminded me of um, that Walking Dead-y thing. What's walking Dead. The walk- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Did just, you just say that? Yeah, I was just thinking with the dead guys. I was trying to remember if that was the name of it. The There's a new dead. series that's similar that's based Jesus. on it. That's as know. bad as the time I asked what they're called when <laughs> the films are short. <laughs> they're short. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, so I guess uh, are we all negative on this? And this is a filler for everyone. No, I'm yeah, gonna just let it slide over into thriller side. Are you? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna, gonna give this more? one more chance. Yeah, yeah, because uh, there was enough in the second half of the episode that I thought, mm, okay, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And report yeah. back. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't give it a glowing reference, but I'll, I'll give it one more shot. Um, three fillers then. Uh, Trailer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, next one we looked at was The Ranch. Shona, want to tell us about this? Yes, yeah, so The Ranch is uh, a new sitcom from Netflix starring Sam Elliott as the ranch, the dad on the ranch, and Ashton Kutcher as the uh, youngest boy, blowhard, who was out trying to be a professional athlete. Uh, and he's come home because he has um, a tryout for a team to go to. And then his older brother also lives on the ranch, and his mom owns a bar in the same town. And uh, surprisingly, this is supposed to be a comedy. I thought it was going to be a drama because of Sam Elliott, and mm-hmm. he's a cowboy. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, Sam, Sam Elliott's always that guy who'd go up to a bar and order a sarsaparilla. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what, what really I, I found... E- immediately jarring is that it's Sam Elliott in as a cowboy so you're like oh this is going to be serious and then it's a comedy with a flipping laugh track yeah I know yeah. Oh. laugh track is a real problem but it, when I saw you put this on the list I went oh god she's trying to get me to watch some soap opera type rubbish <laughs> so I, I I immediately I watched that one first I watched the two of those this this and the path back to back so I was going to put on the ranch first Get that drivel out of the way, and then I can watch some real fucking TV. Man, if I only knew. If I knew then what I knew now, I'd say, wake up, Mark. What do you think? Who's that to Steve? Either. Who wants to go first? Go ahead, Shauna. Uh, this Wait, one. is that sexist? <laughs> Not if you, you want me to go first because we're equal now. <laughs> no, I'll go first because I'm impatient. So <laughs> it's about me as a person. Yeah, as good a reason as any. As a yeah. Woman. Yeah. Um, Ladies first. This is so bad. <laughs> so smart. Um, yeah, the first, like I said, the fact that it's a comedy, I found really jarring because I thought this was going to be. Um, I thought this was going to be a drama because of Sam Elliott working on a farm. and I mean, not a farm. Yeah, a ranch. A, farm, a ranch. Mm-hmm. And I thought, yeah, I, I could watch that. But then I saw in the opening credits that Ashton Kutcher's in this. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what? Yeah, I went, mm-hmm. oh, God. And yeah. then basically, mm-hmm. like, he walks into a room and he's just like, hi, Dad. Blah, blah, blah. And then the son's just like, no one knows how old I am, I guess. And then there was like the hit the button. And it's just like, oh my God, he's doing like two and a half men, but on a ranch. And it's so bad. There is so many um, really poorly written, not funny jokes that this show comes off as one of those like cheap, 
hate by numbers sitcoms you see on American uh, networks, but it has the production quality of Netflix. You know what the worst jokes in this, and uh, you know it, it just it sums the whole thing up for, I, I think. The running joke in it, you know the way these sitcoms have a running joke? The Uggs. running joke was about Ashton Kutcher wearing uh, Uggs. Uggs. Mm. Yeah. Ugg boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was or, it. You know, that was, was the joke. Or like, there was, was a time he had to go into the barn and give birth to a calf, and he's like, that's not the vagina I expected to be in tonight. Yeah. To his dad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then, yeah. no, he's talking to his mom. And yeah. then, and, uh, it's just, there's so many poorly written it, jokes. It's pretty weak. Like, yeah. Mark, you talked about counting the minutes for the path. I was counting minutes through the ranch. I must have gotten... T- I actually had to break up this episode over two days because I found it so bad that just, like, the drudgery of watching this really crappy, not funny, laugh track sitcom was so disappointing. Mm. It just took ages to get through. And then to make a bad episode really, really bad, at the end of the episode... There's like a musical overlay of a country song whose lyrics are some of the worst country songs <laughs> I've ever right. heard. I'd forgotten about that. It was so and bad. I, yeah, yeah. I wish like it, it's something. There's something like the end of the lyrics that you hear before they go back to dialogue is like, and I wish I had a whiskey because it makes my woman frisky or something. Yeah. Oh my god, the song was worse than the writing of the dialogue. Wait, whiskey show. does that? <laughs> um. Yeah, so this this episode was bad to worse and terrible. Mike, can you save this episode? I'm afraid I can't, Steve. You can't save it, no. I, this is one of the most disappointing shows yeah. I've seen in a long time. Because it starts Whoa, off... Whoa, harsh words. Because yeah. you have a great capacity for disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Andy liked Two and a Half Men, didn't he? Well, that's it. Yeah. I love Two and a Half Men. You love this format. So I saw Ashton Kutcher. I said, great. Wow, really? And then I saw I've never Sa- said that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sam Elliott was in it. And I've, I've loved him since Roadhouse. Mm. And uh, I thought, great. Yeah. And then it was all like cowboys and pickup trucks and whiskey. And yeah. It was like, great. <laughs> yeah. And then they started talking. Yeah. I was like, ah, Jesus. Yeah. Ah, uh, and. And I'll stop that. I went in blind as well. <laughs> so exact same feeling. Yeah, yeah. It was like they had a perfect a perfect recipe yeah thrown into a pot yeah fucked around and then jerry seinfeld fucking pissed in it (laughs) and they served it up to me (laughs) and that's the show (laughs) not yet for me what they need to do like they had Mm. i mean they have sam elliott they have a ranch Mm. and they have decent production value Mm. what they need to do is Mm. fire all of the writers and fire ashton kutcher and then they have like 50% 50% of the makings of a good drama. Is it Danny Masterson and Sam Elliott? Yeah, yeah maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe Danny Masterson can go too. Just basically keep <laughs> Sam Elliott on a oh, right, okay, yeah. and redo the show. Mm. They could keep the cow as well. That was a pretty good yeah, cow. Yeah, the cow did well. <laughs> oh, did you see the fake cow? I just noticed the fake cow. No, no, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When it was standing when after the CPR. No, when, he, when he's like uh, up to the shoulder yeah. in the cow. Yeah, like for all that, all that scene where it shows him, yeah. mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just a big piece yeah. of board with like cow hide yeah. stuck to it or staple to it yeah, yeah. Mark can you save this well I, I agree with all of you guys I thought it was an excellent show <laughs> so the, the beauty the beauty of this particular sitcom is that you've got really good actors in it so that on a dime they can turn to serious and their jokes were coming pretty steady and I laughed at a lot of them now I agree that the laugh track is a real problem it is they should ditch the laugh track go live studio audience and you've a, you've a different show straight yeah. away um, but that aside, it took me a while to get over the laugh track. But after about five minutes, I, I just didn't listen to it. I laughed when I wanted, not when the laugh track told me to. Yeah. And uh, I was able to enjoy the jokes a bit. But every so often then, they would just have a serious moment. And interspersed through this 26-minute show was a lot of really genuinely, well, genuine, you know, acted moments, like convincing emotion between a father and his sons and i thought that that really worked like really i don't rate ashton as an actor of any kind but uh i think the gravitas of sam elliott obviously dragged him up by his bootstraps because i i think that it, like i believed it when they were having their father-son moments i found them really visceral really convincing um and also i laughed a few times at their jokes also i have been shoulder deep in a cow yeah, yeah, yeah. so 
I can appreciate some of their struggles. <laughs> yeah. so Mike, I, I think I think we're being a bit harsh on it. <laughs> you know, we're Mike's not being harsh enough, Mark. Not harsh enough. You know, Mike's been shoulder deep in the chicken. <laughs> actually speaking yeah. of uh cows and chickens i was on a farm this week oh yeah um cattle farm oh yeah and uh they had a bull uh-huh. a prize purebred bull mm-hmm. and uh I, I just was stunned by the musculature of this motherfucker oh yeah it like the shoulders and the back of the neck i was just yeah. thinking like Mark and Steve really need to start deadlifting more. Need up our game. Bit of angel dust does wonders. I just don't get enough angel dust. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You obviously didn't say that I need to up my my deadlifting game, so obviously I'm I'm okay. Yeah, you. My neck musculature is pretty. You you on have feet. the traps of a silverback gorilla, Sean. <laughs> and now that you've you've changed your hair to reveal it, yeah. it's perfect. I would so, never um, offend you again. I thought I thought as well that um, the style of comedy that Ashton Kutcher does hasn't changed in 10 years Mm-mm. and I think that really needs to be looked at because I actually it, it became crystal clear when you were talking about the joke about this isn't the vagina I thought it'd be in tonight that is exactly the kind of joke that he has always does but it shouldn't be the kind of joke that he always will do mm-hmm. and so they need to lose the laugh track and just take Kutcher off a specific pattern of humor and I think you've the makings of a really of a great show that's I thought it was okay I did I didn't I didn't hate it the way you guys seem to have I enjoyed it pretty well and I'll watch a couple more episodes I think but um there's a there's a there's a couple of glaring flaws that that I've just called out there that I think they could they could easily look at yeah yeah Steve please no put Mark in his place (laughs) no I I I really didn't like this yeah you know I don't like these sitcoms anyway um and uh i just find juvenile yeah. mm-hmm. really juvenile you know which suits mark yeah perfectly <laughs> yeah i can understand but that's <laughs> I, i'm, I'm no. normally normally all over juvenile <laughs> I, I know exactly. no but uh, also uh mark i know you like the the father-son stuff but i thought it was quite contrived in a way i just didn't believe it um and like it, it was I, written by somebody for somebody else no, to say. No, I think it was like you know. Okay, Ashton here, Kutcher being like, here, "I am acting." Yeah, no. Here's here's the funny bit intro. Here's the other bit. Here's the bit where we refer back to the first bit. So that's mm. going to be funny. Oh, and here's an Uggs boot again. Yeah. And uh, and now we have the heartfelt bit where father and son bond or don't. You know, yeah. uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, fair enough. It yeah, just yeah. didn't land with you. But like, that's no. the style of the style of humor that I was talking about. Yeah, that they need yeah, to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's not my thing. So it's. Uh, Fantastic filler. Can you have fantastic filler? No. Okay. Oh, um, okay. I don't know what to refer to it as. That just filler, then. Okay. I'm trying to see if I can. Uh, what are you doing? I'm trying to find the lyrics of the really terrible country song because I want you, you doing all your to homework. Know. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Mike, what do you think? Oh, so then. disappointed. Yeah. It's, a, it's a filler. Really disappointed filler. filler. Mm-hmm. Mark, will you watch more of this? Yeah, thriller for me, Steve. I'm going to watch more. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Thought more of you, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, you can never tell tell what goes on behind closed doors. Uh, eh? You can never tell what goes on. You just don't know what's going on behind closed doors. That's you think you know somebody. You think you know someone. Shona. Yeah, this is filler for me. It's such a filler that Mark has just lost five friend points for giving it thriller. <laughs> Wait, we get friend points? Yes. Oh yeah. Yep. And you've just lost five. Come back well, to us ho- with the name. Of that, by the way, <laughs> yeah. who's who's winning at being your friend? Well, I I can't tell you that. That would give away the stakes. No, it's a secret tally. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. And when do we decide who wins? Because if nobody <laughs> there's, wins, there's no we. There's no we. There's me deciding with a point tally at a given point in the future that I decide. And you go into a little book and you get a little tick or not, yep. you know, for yep. the night. Yeah. My um, invisible black book. So, our TV, Sing Street. I think that would be our film, Steve. Or our film, sorry. Our movie. Sorry, yeah. Sing Street. So our, sorry, our movie confused. of the week is Sing Street. Yeah, tell us about it. Um, Sing Street is set in the 80s. It is a film about a boy whose parents are going through some hard times and are forced to take him out of the school that he's in and put him into a Christian brother's school mm. where he starts to find um, life a bit tougher yeah. than the posh school he was in. Yeah. And... Uh, he meets up with a girl that he wants to impress and finds himself telling her that he wants her to be in his band, but he doesn't have a band. Oh. 
Oh. So the rest of the film is him putting together said band <laughs> so that he can invite her along to be a model in video shoots. And I'm actually oh. playing the soundtrack over my phone as we speak. <laughs> so you enjoyed this, I, c- I can tell already. Uh, yes. So I'm a sucker for this kind of movie, yeah. as we learned when I watched Begin Again, which is by the same people. Oh. And Once also. You might remember oh, Glenn yeah. answered in oh, yeah. Once. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Brilliant movie. Yeah. So we'll start with the good. They write a very, um, a very accurate portrayal of 80s Ireland, specifically family in 80s Ireland. Oh, and uh, perms. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the, the fashion is all on point. It's yeah, very in keeping yeah. with the time. Music is really good. Um, they write one of the best brother relationships that I've seen in a while. Yeah. It was really good. Like, I am an older brother, but I wish I had an older brother like the one that was in this movie. All right. No, right. Um, I could totally be all that I can be if I had him. But anyway. There's a song um, in that. There's a song in that, Mark. Do you think? <laughs> I could totally be. Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> so the family dysfunction is written really, really well. The backdrop of the Christian Brothers School, which is familiar to a lot of us in this country, um, is also quite familiar and really um, authentic. The acting is really good. Um and I mentioned the older brother already. He's he's definitely a, the strong suit, I think, in a lot of ways in this film. The uh, uh, what's his name? Kieran Gillen? No, what's no, his name? Aiden from? Gillen is in it. Maria Doyle Kennedy Aiden and Gillen. Jack Rayner is in it. So yeah, some big names, and then a load of unknowns. Yeah. So yeah. Aiden Gillen is that his name? Yeah. Can never yeah. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Uh, probably, yeah. From The Wire and from various other things. Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's really good, but he's in it very little. Um, and it's just really good. I'm like, man, I want like I came out of the film wanting to write a song, and um, they they had gotten the message home of like what's important in family and and just how the brothers worked so well together that when I got home, I immediately text Sean to see how things were. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, so the music, so so that, that's the good, the writing, the acting, the characterization, the sto- the character arcs in particular really strong um, the setting is very authentic the way they depict 80s Ireland where everybody's immigrating They're, everyone's immigrating with nothing because that's what they have if they stay um, it's all really good all very authentic huh. um, like they see they showed the RTE1 news reports of people going to London with barely enough money to survive for a couple of days yeah. because that's what they have to do there's no jobs in Ireland at that time the dole queues are really really long the unemployment benefit queues are, are really, really long. So that's that's where these guys grow up in. And obviously his parents are beset by the same harsh times. Um, the music, right? The music is really, really good. Now, it's very 80s. And you can't enjoy it if you don't like 80s music, basically. Yeah. Um, what style? But, what style is it? Like, a, like the Duran Duran, Depeche Mode. Oh, right. Okay. That's one of the jokes in the film, actually. He keeps being asked, you know, Jean Michel Jarre. Yeah. He goes, "What's what, what? What kind of music do you write?" You know, and he goes, "Oh." He, and then he repeats something that his brother said about music the night before. And it's, it's just really there's a lot of that in it. Yeah, yeah. And then he eventually tells them, "We saw so you see this in the trailer." Oh, I'm a futurist, and the person he's telling goes, "Well, I'll see you in the future then." Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um. So the music is really good. I've been listening to the soundtrack uh, from Spotify nonstop since, really? since I saw the movie. Yeah, oh, right. I really, really like oh, it. Okay. The one I played there, the the riddle of the model, it's it's really good. Yeah. Like, it's eighties shit. Yeah, that's how good a job they did of recreating oh, that time. Okay. Because yeah. I occasionally go back and listen to you two songs from the eighties. Yeah, and you can like parts of them, but you can't love them because they're shit from the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, these songs are exactly the same. I think it's like, hilarious that people only realize that now. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, you can uh, I don't know whether that's coming in the 80s or you too. <laughs> a bit of both. Yeah, you actually. do. I, you I do mean, I'm still going to you, fans. We just, we just set that aside. It's, go, it's going to interrupt my review. No, sorry, go on. Well, it'll be a total tangent. Go on. Yeah, yeah. So the strength of Begin Again was that, uh, was it Kira Knightley was in that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, Kira Sorry. and uh, Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> yeah, Mark Ruffalo. But Kira was actually singing what was happening mm. in that film. 
and singing it live on set I would I would wager mm. because it was um, it was tangible you know you knew was, she was singing because it was, it was intimate. seamless intimate yeah yeah it was seamless though mm. when she started singing it was still her yeah when this guy starts singing it sounds immediately like it's after gone through three or four auto tunes and come out the other side sounding like Justin Bieber uh, right. right well not Justin Bieber I'm saying that because he does a lot of effects like say like um the wind stops just, blowing in the background, hiss goes, and suddenly it's, just, it's, just, quality. it's, it's not him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah it's not yeah. him. And they're not playing the instruments. Yeah. The drummer is oh, drumming, right. but like, most of the guitarists aren't playing what's been played. Yeah, or even plugged in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's a lot of yeah, that yeah, happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's, like, that's not a really bad um, rendition of it. Like, it's, yeah. it's not that, that that makes it a terrible film or anything like that. It just it broke the immersion every time that happened. Yeah, you need the detail. Yeah. 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 So yeah. he's, 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 sitting somewhere or standing somewhere talking and then he starts singing you're going that's not you right now it might have been him it might have been him I don't I, I didn't I didn't check I didn't yeah, do yeah. my homework but yeah. if it was him they did a bad job of making it sound cohesive right yeah um, so whoever's in the sound editing department has to hold their hands up there and say they didn't do their job well also in the final song which is really good drive it like you stole it <laughs> nice um, it's really good. Um, but in that song, when he's doing it on stage at the end of the film, it's um, his lip syncing isn't even on point. Oh, he, really? He's very obviously lip syncing badly. Oh, shit. And for a musical film, that's a, that's a bit of an issue. Yeah. So I enjoyed almost all of this film. Oh, I'm mentioning the lip syncing and the um, the sound issues. As very, very minor points. I love this movie. It's going to be like Begin Again. I have Begin Again in my collection. I, I, I take it out whenever I'm at a loose end and watch it again. And I'll, I'll be the same with this film, I think. All right. Hmm. Okay, very good. Lovable, I think, is, is probably the word that springs to mind about it. It's just, it's a really, it's a really lovable film. Like, the story is just so endearing. Oh, okay. I feel good film. Wow. Yeah, it is, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's probably a story, a triumph over, uh, over circumstance, you know? I'm starting to get worried now about Mark just imagining him sitting at home alone at night watching Begin Again. You know the bit in Begin Again? You know the bit in Begin Again where Ruffalo starts arranging the song in his head? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best scenes in that much. One of the best scenes in any film yeah, ever, yeah, yeah. except for the guy gets kicked into the pit in 300. <laughs> whenever anyone visits my house, I go, have you seen Begin Again? Yeah. And if they say no, I go, watch this. You gotta watch this, and I have like I know where the spot you have is in the it film now. Up for yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've watched it so many times. And I just go watch this, and I just put it on, and nobody has ever said that shit. Yeah. Well, Everyone goes, "Oh, I must watch that." At minimum, but they're being polite, Mark, because you've mm. you've got this queued up in your DVD, and you're just waiting for people to come over so you can play them your favorite scene. And you're like a foot taller than everybody else that comes here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to assume honesty on the part of my visitors and guests. <laughs> Because I think it is one of the greatest scenes, and there's there's a couple of really good scenes like that in this in this film. Um, it's mm, I'm trying to decide whether it's better than Begin Again. Now they're really close. Like Begin Again probably should have been film of the year the year that Lego Movie came out. Um, but uh, it's very close to it anyway. It's it's good in different ways. Okay. Good okay. stuff. I, I look forward to seeing this at some point. So, you've seen Rudderless, right? Yeah. Is Rudderless the one yes. about the it's dad the playing dad. his son's songs? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I wasn't as huge a fan of that film, though. All oh, right, and I uh, enjoyed it. What about Inside Lewin Davis or Davis? Haven't seen that. It's oh, on my list of films to watch. Dude. I'm dying to watch that tonight. <laughs> what, about, no, you love it. what about Crazy um, Heart? In my view, it's this film is much better than oh, Rudderless. Yeah, Crazy Heart. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good country. I haven't movie. seen Crazy Heart a, either. That's a great movie, actually. Yeah. yeah. Walk the line. Oh yeah, another one. Brilliant. Jeez, we have to write these down. We're gonna have to post these up now. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's not that's as a good great as walk That's though. a great collection right there. You know that. Yeah. Um so give us a mark. Mark. Um well I'm trying to think what I gave beginning and I think I gave beginning again um. An eight? I'd say at least. Yeah. 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 Um I would I would probably give this an eight as well. All right. Yeah. 
just oh, it is. Like getting him a newscast. And now we're going to get uh, pulled off YouTube for a copyright infringement. <laughs> as long as the section of the song is short enough, you don't get hit up for that. So I think we're okay. Okay, very good. Very good. Very good. Um, okay. Next up, we'll have some previews and coming to a bicycle near you. Surprised we got to this section so fast, actually. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Um, so, Pele, birth of a legend. Not a movie I initially thought that I'd want to see. No, but you're, after not, you're not big on football, are you? Not that much, but after seeing the trailer, I'm like, oh, God, yeah, I can't wait to see why? this. I think it's because it's from the same people who do Friday Night Lights, who did such a good job of making a show about high school football watchable. Don't know what you're talking about, but okay. You don't know Friday Night Lights? No, I haven't seen it, no. With um, Tammy and Coach and Riggs. Oh, yeah, that forever. one. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, Taylor Kirsch. Is that his name? Kitch. Is Iceman Kitch. in it as well? <laughs> That's the scariest face you've ever Riggs, made. Riggs, was it? Don't do oh, no, it okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Friday Night Lights is a great, is a great, so great TV good. show. No, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've heard of it, but I, yeah, no, I've, I've never seen it. It's no. worth yeah. watching. Okay. Um, so, yeah, what do you think? Pele. Yeah, uh, I yeah, agree. This I wouldn't have if they if they if someone had said to me was that Spanish. I have a very early alarm clock yeah. these days in the form of a baby, and by this time, I yeah, know we've been hearing that baby thing for months. Yeah. Come on, it is my Excuses scapegoat until you now. Come on, no, no, that is my scapegoat for the next twenty years. Look, just years. say, look, I was up all night with pleurisy or something, you yeah. know, just <laughs> or alopecia or something yeah. like that. You know? Why would alopecia keep me up? All no, your dog has alopecia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, aside from the alopecia, yeah, if yeah. someone had asked me if I wanted to watch a film about Pele, I would have said no. But this mm. looks intriguing. Like, I probably won't pay to the, go to the cinema to watch it. But if it's free on an airplane, it passes the airplane test yeah. if there's nothing better yeah. on. Oh, okay. The airplane test. Okay. Mike? Yeah. As the only person on this podcast that actually enjoys team sports, I'm dying to see this. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy team sports. It's about soccer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Soccer's stupid. Ferrari, Ferrari have a team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, I don't see your point, Mike. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next one we saw was uh, Last Days in the Desert, which seems to have uh, three people in the cast. Mm-hmm. You and McGregor, McGregor, and no, there's Kieran Hind, Hind, and there's some witch lady, yeah, and you and McGregor several times, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm, I'm intrigued by this. It doesn't look. Is he Jesus? He could be, could be. Remains to be seen. Is that is that it supposed depends. to be part no. of the look? Pole? If if he's 39 nights out in the desert. It's not Jesus. If he's 40, maybe. Mm, no. So we're just going to have to find out. He's got Jesus potentiality. <laughs> yeah. Apparently his dad is very um, self-absorbed. So mm. we'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, it's a good angle on it, though. I like that. Mm. I won't watch it, though. It looks like it would be pretty dull. Like Watching a man mm. walk around a desert is well, just like, well, that's not a whole well, lot. I like Ewan McGregor, and there's two mm. of them in it. <laughs> and uh, <coughs> Kieran Hines, I like Kieran Hines. So mm-hmm. I'll probably give it a shot. Mm. Mind you, the leading lady has no teeth. <laughs> That's never been a problem for you before, Mike. <laughs> and I thought that would have been a bonus, but anyway, okay. Um, <laughs> Took a second for that one to sink in, Steve. I was right there with you. That was a bit of a way homer for the meal. Right? <laughs> and you know, this episode is short enough that that's not going to get edited out. <laughs> Hi, Mike's mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got a new movie in my head, Mike's Denture Adventures. <laughs> um, and the last one he looked at was... Uh, Mike surely loves the young ones, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> last one he saw was uh, Special Correspondence, which Mickey is... Uh, Gervais and uh, who's the... Banner. Eric Banner, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Intriguing. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of... Um, yeah, he's he's kind of grown old because it's always the same yeah. sort of awkward kind of comedy stuff, and I'm hoping this looks like it's not this, uh, you know, a facsimile of The Office. Mm-hmm. No, and I think Eric Bana would make an interesting kind of serious sidekick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could freshen up his humor. This this could work. I mean, it might work a bit like Will Ferrell and um, what's Marky it? Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's true. You yeah. know. 
I so, did find myself laughing at this. Yeah, yeah, I laughed yeah. a few times too. Yeah, yeah. This is about oh, yeah. two guys who do fake news. Oh yeah, and then say what to it's make, about. To, make <laughs> <laughs> to make it look real. They actually have to go to the place they're giving fake oh. news about because they were giving Ecuador or somewhere. Yeah, Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inaccurate fake news, and then mm. they get caught up in. Uh, oh, they're pretending to be in Ecuador giving news reports, and then they realize, oh shit, people think we're there, and mm. then there's a big campaign to get the heroes home, and they go, oh shit, we better actually go to Ecuador or else we're going to jail. <laughs> That's so it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could be interesting. Yeah, oh, I I love the whole fake news angle. I, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he sounds so sincere in his reports. You know, he's going, I don't think there's sand in uh, Ecuador. You know? <laughs> yeah, it looks quite funny actually. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're uh, rounding up now. Mark, nope. have you anything else? No. Sean in Cincinnati Jonas asks. Sorry. sorry, just a second. Just a second. Sorry, Mark. I just wanted to leave you with a, oh, a oh. thought. I wanted to Why are you leaving? You oh, yeah. Where are you going? With this thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mailbag's coming up. Rain, rain makes corn. Corn makes whiskey. Whiskey makes my baby feel a little frisky. <laughs> nice. They are classic lines. That's yeah. fucking Who wrote that? stuff. <laughs> I didn't know that about whiskey, though. Seriously? Yeah, can, you, can you send me that link? Do you have to stuff her with corn and then give her whiskey? Yeah. I'm not clear on the method. I'm not sure either. That's, that ain't no Hank Williams that's, song. That's Luke Bryan. <laughs> The lyrics to "Rain is a good thing," <laughs> because Rain is a this good came thing. on in the episode from when the ranch. Yeah, it yeah. Starts raining. yeah. I actually quite like that song. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, right, uh, Q, Q mailbag. Yeah, let's go to the rain. So the question is: I'm a long-time listener of the show and really enjoy the way you guys tend to ramble, but I'm a little bit aghast at the fact that Steve says he edits a lot of stuff out. Oh. How much? Could there possibly be to edit out? <laughs> um, In each podcast, how much do you cut out, Steve? Keep up the good work. Love the show. Well, what people may not know is that outside of the podcast, we are all best friends and on the phone all the time, all day together. And this podcast <laughs> is just an excerpt of our, our phone calls. So Besties. There's about seven, we- seven days worth of conversation. We have to edit down into that's, an that's hour. Probably, that's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. 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 There's about seven days of, um, let me see, as, ums, <laughs> Mike's coughing. Uh, pee breaks. S- Skype uh, quitting. Mm. Uh, yeah. P breaks. And yeah. um, what to- totally offensive crap that we just oh, couldn't yeah. put on oh, yeah. the air. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff is too offensive. There's also that stuff, yeah, yeah which you may not be aware of yeah. uh, considering some of the content of this particular podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there's some stuff where there's a line. Mm-hmm. I, you, you know when you're talking to people that you really know well, that mm. it's not that offensive. It's just funny because they know you. Mm, yeah. But you don't want to put it out there, mm. you know, yeah. Like forever. Yeah. <laughs> it was like when Katie Sackoff put a, a Twitter out uh, saying that people should take care with their guns, and she actually lost a third of her Twitter followers. Oh, really? <laughs> she offended the NRA. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Hang on, a third of them were NRA fans? Yeah. Well, she's in Longmire for fuck's sake. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, that makes sense. Yeah. So there, there's your answer. Yeah. So let me see. So there's about. I'd say it depends on the episode. Um, actually, there was an episode recently that took me, I don't know, two three days. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, really, it, it took about four hours to edit the bloody thing. Um, but I would suspect that nothing will get edited from this one. <laughs> yeah, because tonight's episode is all killer, no filler. That's right. Oh. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Okay, we have an email here that doesn't say where it's from or what this guy's name is. Well, his email address is... Sloppy seconds at gmail.com. So his email address is Jam Paul Juice. So I'm going to guess that this guy is named Paul. (laughs) And Paul says, since hearing Sean talk about the color palettes in movies, I now notice colors a lot more than I used to. Is there anything that you notice now or, or things that stick out more since you started reviewing movies on the podcast? Oh, totally. Um, well, colors especially. Um, uh, last week we watched something on a TV show. I can't remember. What TV shows did we watch last week? <laughs> there was a Batman and then what were, two, what were the TV shows? There was one in particular that went from, oh, maybe it was Batman uh, versus Superman. It was one particular anyway, a scene that went from like a very cold blue hue straight to orange oh it's really happy and warm okay yeah and it went straight to it was very obvious and I just oh there it is again yep um uh 10 Cloverfield Lane that's what it was yeah yeah yeah. um so 
Is there anything else that we look at? Any other? Uh, oh, it's obvious, guys. The Bechtel test. Oh, the Bechtel <laughs> test. Of course. I didn't even know it existed. Uh, of course. I, yeah. And if I had done, I wouldn't have understood the point of it till Sean explained it to me over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. This yeah. podcast has been quite the education. Yeah. 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 Sean, Sean is waterboarding, really. <laughs> A lot of the stuff Sean comes out with is like that. I find like he, do you know, yeah. he starts breaking films up into acts all yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah, I never would have done that before I heard him I do that feel stuff. Like, how do I know when it's the end of an act? I guess that's just like the natural pacing, right? When there's yeah. kind of like a a semi climax. Semi semi climax. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I lack the terminology, the film terminology <laughs> that Sean brings to the podcast. <laughs> I've never, I've never had a semi climax in my life. I was just going to say, uh, yeah. have you ever had a semi climax? It's only half price. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, <laughs> uh, right. Sean, is there anything that's changed for you? You're the least um, the least ruined by the company on this podcast because you're here the least, the least amount of time so far. Anything that's changed for you in the way you watch stuff? I mostly just go home and I uh, think about how much, how, how eloquently everyone can describe film. And I'm just like, that guy. The thing. And, uh, and the place. Yeah, I don't totally know. I liked it. Well, yeah. And then Colin Firth in a suit. That's Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all yeah. I bring to the podcast. Yeah. I, th- I think you... you Think a lot about abs too, don't you? I do. Yeah. yeah, sometimes. yeah. Actually, I noticed them more in Daredevil. There was some some abs in episode two. Mother, call him first. I noticed. I noticed pacing. They should put him in Baywatch. He's delightful. Right? Mm. The Rock's know, Baywatch in Baywatch. Back. And who yeah, else yeah. is in it? He's training the whole. Hasselhoff is in it. Yeah, that's right. What is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, he's, there's a picture yeah. of him. I follow The Rock on Instagram. He's yeah. one of the top five Instas in the world. Yeah. You, everybody who's on Insta should follow The Rock. He's brilliant, the stuff yeah. he does. Mm. But uh, he Insta'd a picture of himself and David Hasselhoff, the poor guy. Oh, no. <laughs> like, David Hasselhoff is in great shape comparison. for his age, but yeah, don't yeah. fucking stand beside The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I, he was. He always had that look, though, the, the Michael Knight slash... Um, what do you call him? Magnum PI look. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was kind of fit back in the day, mm. but now it's just normal. Yeah. You know, I thought you were, <laughs> were going to say half juice. a mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah, half a beard. Maybe. Yeah. Right. So, thanks to everybody that wrote in. I read all the emails, as I've said. They don't all get read out in the air. Some of them are too expletive, even for this podcast. That's because Mark's the but only you one can, can read. You can mail us on podcast at isitabicycle.com or tweet us at isitabicycle. Cool. We'll leave it there for them for this week. So from Mike, Mark, Shona, and Steve, stay classy. Or don't. It's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> don't stay classy. Don't I love the way the, the, the M's always come first. That kind of makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> <laughs>